Welcome to Beers in the Sheds, a podcast where we talk about all things sport, beer, some random banter, and basically all those things you talk about with your mates over a couple of beers in the sheds after the game. I'm your host, Josh Donahoe, and I'm joined by my good mate each week, Daniel Friend. I'm based on the sunny coast in Queensland, and Friendy is based on the central coast of New South Wales. He'll be talking NRL, I'll be talking AFL, pretending we're experts in both, and talking about a whole lot of other stuff in between. I hope you enjoy the show. Hello, Josh. Welcome back, mate. How are you? Good, Friendy. Happy Wednesday to you, mate. I yep. am I am well. It's a hump day, but I feel like both of us are a little bit struggling what? to get over that hump <laughs> yeah. after the weekends we've had and after a few bits yeah. and pieces. How are you feeling? Yeah, good, mate. As I said, I just said off air, I've, I've played injured before. I, I play injured most weeks at cricket now, being the the 32-year-old that I am, my knees are starting to go. So it's all right. I'll push through and we'll be ready to go. Um, but the weekend was good, mate. It was good to catch up and see you uh, at the Golden Slipper. And how did you find the day? It was good to catch up. Yeah, I was. I actually think it's my first trip to Rose Hill. I think I might have been mm-hmm. as a kid, but it was so long ago I can't remember. Yep. So it was uh, it was fun to, to to head to Rose Hill, watch the Golden Slipper, which was quite the spectacle. Catch up with some some good mates. Catch up with yourself. Uh, yeah, no, it was a, it was a great day. It was um it was a backup day for me. So the Saturday was a backup from a Friday night awards night. So I also came in a little bit injured and a little bit dusty, but we had a, a cracking day. There was hot. It was beers went down well. I didn't pick yep. that many winners, but I I had a fun day. Yeah, I got one good one. Opal Ridge paid about $14, which was good. And it was exactly the time that my partner, Michelle, went to the bathroom. So she missed it. I tipped her all the other losers, but the $14 one, she missed. So I tipped all her friends into it. They were happy, but Michelle wasn't that happy when she came back and realized she'd uh, missed out on a bit of cash. (laughs) How was the uh, Golden Slipper winner? I mean, I just thought I'd bring this up as an interesting thing. Shinzo is now rumored to be worth... Fifty million dollars, yep. uh, purely because he can just go out and start and produce yep. other super runners. Um, yeah. Obviously, the prize of of winning um, the slipper is worth money, but the ongoing money is just yeah, yeah something silly. So uh, yeah, I, I saw that headline post race and just thought, wow, why would you even bother running him again? Exactly. Imagine um, you could do that with like like Olympians or something. Ian Thorpe, you're just pumping out. Pumping out little Ian Thorpes, he would have been worth a billion. What does, it, what does he win? You win your first comp gold, Commonwealth gold, and then you just retire. Well, one one Olympic gold, and then you go Olympic. Yeah, I reckon Olympic. Michael Phelps, he's the stud that everyone wants. He's like the oh, geez, I don't know, Winks or something. Were they? I don't even know if they're male or female. Shout, shout out to Ian Thorpe and Michael Phelps, fans of the show. <laughs> that's a whole different breeding pattern we're going down yeah, there. Talking about that, the, but, the uh, Olympic Village. <laughs> Anyway, mate, a uh, bit of footy this week. So NRL, I'll just dive into it. And the Dolphins, mate, they're three from three. They are flying. I reckon they're everyone's second favourite team at the moment. So fins well up. done to the Dolphins. Uh, fins up. Yeah, fins up. It sets up a top-of-the-table clash with the Broncos at Suncorp Stadium, which I um, – how far is that for you, mate? You get down there, I reckon. I could get down there. I'm uh, well. It's it's about an hour and a half down the road to to Suncorp. Yep. I reckon it's probably sold out already. But I'm I'm yeah. meant to, to watch Regurgitator and a couple of cool old bands down ah. Brisbane Way on Saturday. But I'm sure at a big old pub that'll be on the screen and being yep. 
actually the pub's halfway between the two grounds, so it'll be quite an interesting rivalry to see yeah. what's yeah. going on. But yeah, awesome, awesome result for the, for those guys, and it's the talk of the town, mate. Sunny coast here yeah. and, and Brisbane and southeast Queensland, and I'm guessing, you know, throughout the NRL, it's definitely mm. the, the hot ticket at the moment. Yeah, absolutely. Just quickly on Regurgitator, what's the what's the song and the film clip? And they're in uh, they overseas. They're overseas somewhere, and it just flashes from guy to guy. It's their main one of their main songs. If you can, I'm struggling to remember the video. This yeah. one, they're playing their whole album unit. Yeah, right. Okay. Um, Shout out to Regurgitator Regurg. as well. Yeah. Nice. Um, so, so who, who's gonna or who's gonna win that? You think it's a it's a big clash, and aren't the Dolphins? Mm. Uh, who who've they got suspended? Kafusi, Felice Kafusi. Yeah, he's yeah. out for just demolishing everyone. Uh, he <laughs> he copped four weeks at the judiciary. He tried to get it downgraded. He was only going to go for three if he accepted it, but yeah, he fought it and lost. Uh, needed more Dennis Denudo in the um, courtroom, I think. Um, but yeah, no good for Felice. Uh, but no good as well for your eels, mate, and my knights. Between us, we've won one game. So and, and that's that's you. That's, that's nice. me. Yeah, yeah. against the Tigers, who they couldn't score with the ball each. The Tigers, so that's no mean feat either. Um, but what I am excited about, David Middleton the other day said the competition is the closest start to a competition since 1975. So I'm not sure the metrics of that or, or whatever it might mean, but six of the top eight now were not finalists last year. And a lot of the top eight or top four, like Sharks, Cowboys, Storm, Rabbits, they're all down the bottom only on one win. So you'd like to think that they'll bank a few more wins somewhere. Teams like Penrith will struggle a little bit over Origin with no players. So it's shaping up to be just a mad dash for the top eight at the end of the season, which is is cool. We haven't seen that for a while. No, it is good for comp to keep all the all the teams viable and all the fans on board. So um... yeah. Yeah, that'll be interesting to see how that pans out. I would love to see how those stats have been quantified. Yeah. Where is yeah, that man in the dark room pulling <laughs> those figures together, going through yeah. old old footy records, um, <laughs> trying yeah, to the find old, out the data. The old rugby league, the magazines. Um, yeah, I don't know how he's come up with that one, but well done to David Middleton for that. And last week, my tips, I got five out of eight, so I've gone five, three, five. I'd like to get a few more this week at school. Uh, well, at work, sorry, we have a, a double up and I've, I've, you've got to use it within the first sort of 10 rounds or so. And I've jumped in early. I've gone this week. So my tips this week, um, I'll go through them now. And that's in the hope of maybe jaggling double points. But yeah, on Thursday night, I've got the Panthers to beat your Eels, unfortunately, mate, which would be none from four for the Eels if it does start that way. It's going to sting, but it's that's, a high probability, unfortunately. Mm. Yeah, I've got the Melbourne Storm to beat the Tigers down there. The Broncos in the Battle of Brisbane, I'm favouring them over the Dolphins. Uh, and then the North Queensland Cowboys in what's the, I guess, the smaller Queensland battle this week. Uh, I've got them to beat the Titans. South Sydney to beat Manly, but I'm very hesitant on that one. I, I do think the Eagles are a big chance there. Uh, I like the Warriors at home to the Bulldogs on Sunday which we finally get a 2 p.m. game over here, which when you're sitting on the couch on a Sunday after a few too many beers. Perfect timing. Oh, 2 o'clock's great. 4 o'clock's too late. I'm nearly asleep. Um, <laughs> then, granddad. Yeah, I think I've got a few greys at the moment. Um, I think the Raiders will knock off my nights up at Newcastle and to round out the fourth round of the competition, I think the Sharks welcoming back Nico Hines will beat 
the St. George Illawarra Dragons, the Roosters have the bye, which is pretty timely. They've got a couple of little niggling injuries. So, uh, so three, but, yeah. three Sunday games and you reckon you'll only be able to stay awake for the first one? <laughs> no, I'll get them all in, mate. And luckily enough, Shell's Sharks are uh, the last game, so I'll sneak that in too. I normally have to miss that for maths or something stupid. Um, yes. and right, So big. Another big round. Um, yeah. Mate, AFL. Talk to me about the AFL. Round one, how do we all go? Yeah, look, it was a it was a good, exciting round. Plenty of action, plenty of good footy. Um, I think it delivered on the hype for for round one. So, um, yeah, look, I, I was I, well, caught bits and pieces. I was obviously down in Sydney, but watching bits and pieces of, of games and highlights from some other games. And the beauty of the KO Mini gets you up to speed when you've got other other things yeah. on. But uh, obviously, I kept an eye on the Swans and um, look, they had a comfortable win against. Uh, the Suns, but the Suns really weren't much opposition, especially in the first quarter. So yep. it wasn't really a good litmus test to see how we're how we're looking. But we were clinical. I was I was pretty happy with with how how they played. Yep. Um, Buddy Buddy picked up uh, a suspension for a bump, and and that's really what a lot of the talk is out uh, about. Sorry, post round one is it's all about okay. the bump. The bump Who was the yeah. Um, was it Pickett? Well, there were three. Three went um, well. Three players have picked up um, suspension. So McAdams yep. got three from Adelaide. Yep. Pickett's got two from the D's, mm-hmm. and Buddy picked up one. Okay. Now you could argue with Buddy, one week suspension is just like resting him because he's probably a bit sore anyway. So I don't yeah. really, you know, as much as we'd love to play him, it's probably not a, a huge um, penalty. But I think two and three weeks starts to have an impact. So I know. The Crows are going to um, contest those three weeks, but to be honest, the McAdam and the Picket bumps were big. Was the Picket one on? Um, is it Bailey or from the Giants? Yeah, maybe. Maybe I'm thinking of a different one. I okay. saw um, the who's the young, good-looking bloke for uh, the Western Bulldogs. <laughs> he got smacked. No. Yeah. Uh, no. 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 Um, but Picket Picket was Picket was off the ground, um, and McAdam yeah. was launching too. Like they're they're old. It's old time hockey, old time AFL, yeah, right. which, which they've really done a good job of stamping out of the out of the game. They, these guys got lined up, so I think they were fitting um, as much as I know uh, the Crows disagree with that. But um, yeah, there was even talk of ex players saying, "Well, hey, can we can we look at the sin bin option? Can we look at some other things?" and and quoting how NRL has worked towards those things. So yeah. uh, it started the conversation. Hopefully, it doesn't carry on because they were big hits and they just weren't a good look for the game, but um, yep. they've been dealt with appropriately. North Melbourne got up and got the win, which um, yeah is good for them under new coach Alistair Clarkson. So um, that was good to watch them them get up. Um, and just look at interesting um, observation from that, from that too. One of North's players, Sheasel, mm-hmm. um, uh, he, well, there was an Israeli flag flying in the ground um, because he's a Jewish player. And he's the first Jewish player in maybe Right, years to play uh, AFL. So yep. there was a flag in the in the ground that caused a bit of stir. Some people said, "Can you have a flag?" Whatever, but it it was just great supporting his nationality. But the fun yeah. thing is, they do the fans also bust out the cheesel packets. So cheesels <laughs> for cheesel. So there's, they're waving the cheesel packets yeah, and the Israeli it. flag, which is a a, a bit of fun. But, That's um, a sponsorship deal waiting to happen, isn't oh, it? Uh, totally, totally. Yeah. If he just if he keeps playing well, yeah. Um, but yeah, anyway, look, it was it was a really good first round. Lots of good footy. Um, and yeah, going to be another another cracker this week. Unreal, mate. And tipped, how'd you go? What do you got for this round? What are we so, at? look, six 
out of nine, unless I can get a half a point for a draw, which was uh, the first game on Thursday night last week, yep. which um, I don't reckon too many people would have picked that. Yep. This week, however, um, Carlton and Geelong are up for the first game of the round. Look, oh, I think that's going to be a really good game. Carlton looked good last week. Geelong looked okay. I mean, they're a quality team. I think they'll turn it around and, and get that done. Brisbane versus Melbourne. Uh, look, Brisbane was super disappointing last week, and they've been previously um, coming into the season, been tipped as, as potential premiership favourites, and defensively mm-hmm. looked horrible. But I, I'm going to tip. I'm going to I'm going to take the D's on that one. They look really good, so I think Brisbane will start 0 2, which is not what they had planned. Collingwood versus Port again. Both teams played really well last week. Um, I'll take the Pies to win that one. Uh, Adelaide and Richmond. Um, I'm going to pick Richmond to win this. Um, mm-hmm. The Crows, the Crows played the GWS in searing heat out yep. west in Sydney, and a lot of those players have actually talked about how uh, how long the recovery is taking them. So the Crows are going to fly. Um, no, sorry, that's not true. Richmond will be taking them on in Adelaide, but I just reckon they'll be toast. So Tigers to win that. St Kilda versus Bulldogs. Toss a coin. I'm just going to go the Dogs. Uh, Frio versus North. Uh, look, Frio were unlucky not to beat St Kilda. If they kick some more goals, they should do that uh, or should win that. We'll see how North back up um, and see how if they can clock another win. Yep. Sydney versus Hawthorne. Uh, I'm going to go the Swannies on that one. Hawks will be pretty ordinary this year, I think, so that should be a walk in the park. Uh, Essendon and Gold Coast. I'm going to go the Bombers. Uh, and West Coast versus GWS. Um, again, GWS are in that. Um, really hot game, and they're the ones that are travelling. Got to make it all the way over to WA, so I'm going to pick the Eagles to to win that. So um, match of the round for me, probably the Lions and the D's, mainly because yeah. the Lions are going to win it. They, they Two of the big dogs, yeah. They are, yeah, they've been put up on a pedestal, and they've, they've definitely didn't show that last week. So yep, should be a big one. Need to bounce back. Yeah, thank you, mate. Very comprehensive wrap and uh, good tips as always. Six out of nine is pretty good start, I reckon. Um, I'll take that. It did above average. That didn't go my way, but geez, yep. close. Yeah, that's it, mate. One of our favourite segments, and we talk about it each week, is obscure sports and obscure sports news. Now, I believe you're up this week and you had something written down, which I am extremely confused by. Can you talk me through it? All right, so look at my usual scouring through the internet to find something of interest <laughs> astounds us with unusual and obscure sports. Uh, I came up with the Bahrain Baby Games. So right. um, it was organised by the Bahrain Olympic Committee, uh, Committee in 2018, right. uh, inspired kids to get into sports, but not just kids. Um, we're talking really, really young kids. So... Um, I'm just going to look at what those demonstration events, they were in athletics, gymnastics, football, and basketball, if you can believe it. Um, so it's held in Bahrain. How many have they? Three-year-olds, two-year-olds, three-year-olds, and four-year-olds. Wow. Um, two-year-olds. Two-year-olds, yeah. That so look, I've good. seen you know, local sport and kids being, you know, people saying you shouldn't push kids into sport too early. Yeah. Uh, this is... This is pretty early, so um, there's you know there's the crawling competitions, but um, as they get to sort of three and four and five, there's some more serious serious sports. So um, Bahrain what? taking the lead, trying to get some yeah. athletes dialed in from a very young age. I've got so many questions here, like sponsorship. When does that start? Uh, do they have to do media after the race? Um, Are they like, drug tested? 
Yeah, yeah, well, exactly. Uh, too, too much, uh, what, too much full cream milk or too much um, <laughs> non-breast milk or something like that for the two-year-olds. Uh, what what would you be more happy with? Like your kid wins a race or their first word is mum instead of dad. Would, would you be more happy as a mum for them to win the race or for them to say your name in front of dad's first? I reckon if you're entering him in these games, you want them to win, you want them to win at all race. expenses. <laughs> you could get a $50 million cult. <laughs> oh wow! Anyway, so watch watch this space for the the baby games. Not not a sanctioned event, but uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, many there's of a, these are unsanctioned. This is a fifteen meter freestyle race. I mean, it's ridiculous. Surely they've got all sorts they of navigation devices on it. Have they got water in Bahrain? Like, shout out to Bahrain again. I, I don't even know if they've got pools and stuff. Do they? Well, they it's only need only need 15 meter indoor pools for this event. Yeah, so. that's true. That's true. All right, mate. Well, we'll move on. And Aussies abroad, we've got the Australian cricket team. They absolutely destroyed India in the second one day. Knocked them over for I think it was one one eighteen or one eleven, something like that. And the Aussies, Mitch Marsh and Travis Head, were just having a race between each other to see who could knock the runs off first. They both got. Uh, close to 60 each, not out off minimal balls, 30-odd balls each. They just went ballistic. I love seeing it. I've got a question for you. No Finch, no Warner up the top. Do you think Head and Marsh and this New York team is the way forward for the, the one-day World Cup later this year? It does look good, and I think we, we have to we have to blood those players into those positions and see how mm. they perform. Hard when you've had some, you know, those older players play so well in those positions for so long to... Yeah. To essentially risk it, but um, you don't see the Indians get toasted by ten wickets very often. So, um, yeah, no, I'm all for it. Yeah, I'm a fan of Travis up the top in particular. Uh, I think I think Marsh potentially you could bat him at three or four and have Smith as the other one at three or four and and work around that. Maybe there's an option for another opener with Travis Head. But yeah, it was certainly impressive the other night, and um, I'm keen to see it again. Have you got anything else for us, mate, in uh, world sport? Yeah, look, I had a little bit of a look around and what caught my eye was the World Baseball Classic. Um, mm-hmm. So, look, the Aussies um, have a decent team. We have some great players and have in the past that have um, made it to the um, the States and played in um, you know the major leagues over there. But um, mm-hmm. usually in, in this sort of format and competition, we don't do exceptionally well. But we won three out of four in the uh, early stages, in the rounds, which got us through... Um, to the next stage, which I, I don't know if they've done it before. They definitely haven't done it for a long time, but hmm. um, they managed to get into the, the quarterfinals and lost to Cuba. Yep. Cuba's like a massive feeder team for the for the majors. Um, but, yeah, I just thought it was worth noting. They had a really good run. They had a really good team. Uh, Japan ended up winning that uh, against the US uh, in the final, which is sort of the, the top two usually. But, um, yeah, well done to the Aussies for making it that far. Yeah, outstanding. I think there's there's been a lot of cricketers over the years play baseball. I think you think of the Chapels and Alan Border certainly did and, and guys like that. It's a bit more common when it was really just a summer sport cricket. I guess those guys played baseball in the winter. Uh, it's a little bit different now, but good to see the Aussies doing well. Did you, yeah, did you watch that, the AB story? I did. about playing baseball a lot too. Um, yeah, I did. I did. And he, yes, I think he speaks about how the cross-bat shots in cricket were always his best and he thinks it's because of the baseball. So it makes sense. I mean, similar swing plane and that's all it is really. And um, my, my glittering past of sport has a lot yep. to do with baseball and cricket. Yes. There you go. Both, both together. Both, both great games. Yeah, absolutely, mate. Well, beer of the week, Josh, as I see you crack another one there for our hump day, 
what have we got for beer of the week or brewery of the week? Where are we at? I am cracking one uh, to drink it and talk about it at the same time this week. So this mm-hmm. one comes to us from Hop Nation Brewing. Um, they're based down in Putzgray. Um, and Putzgray, mentioned, Yeah, someone mentioned their name today and I, uh, it reminded me I had a cracking one of their beers in the fridge. So I thought, I'm going to hit that hit that up today. So it's called Zombie Pop Part 3. Nice. Um, and it is a... It's a pink guava sour, which is uh, an imperial 8%. So she's a big a big boy. Yeah. Heart, refreshing. It's also coming in a 500ml can, which I'm like excited it. about. You might be a zombie. What, what's Where's part one and part two before part I three? Get, I had to get my hands on part one and part two. I was given right. this one by a, a brewer mate of mine because he knows I like sours. So um, I'll have to, I'll have to report back, but... Uh, it's going to be tart and acidic. Um, these guys make really good beers down at Hop Nation, so I have no doubt it'll be another beauty from them. Pretty good. Try it out, guys, if you get a chance. Zombie Pop, Hop Nation. Get around it. Mate, in terms of, uh, well, if we're going to sit around and have a zombie pop or maybe we're not, depending on if we like this person or not, and I, I don't know if this person drinks at all, uh, let alone over his career, but someone controversial that we found, and he's generally good for a bit of a renter quote when someone, a journo, needs something about the footy or the boxing or just really anything in general. I've heard him comment on terrorism and everything over the years. Uh, the man, or the self-proclaimed man, Anthony Mundine. Are you ailing or bailing on him? I'm going to have an ale with the man. I'm going to mm-hmm. have an ale with Anthony Mundine circa... St. George Dragons era. Okay. Yep. 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 Back when he was uh, doing backflips, scoring tries. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm I'm going to have a beer with him before he came, became the self-proclaimed the man Proclaim and the, the, the boxer. Um, oh. I, yeah. How about you? Mate, I reckon you can pick any time period and I am bailing on the man, unfortunately. I must say he does do some very good charity work, particularly for the Indigenous community, which hats off to him. That's awesome. But his public persona, which is all I've ever seen, I just cannot cop whatsoever. Uh, and I think this is probably one of those rare times when it's we're, we're the opposite today. I, I think normally I'm the one that has the ale and, and you sort of don't take much rubbish and, and bail, but we've reversed roles. I've had to teleport, though, haven't I, back into yeah. a certain mundane period. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I have no doubt that persona is very much put on for yes. all sorts of things. So it'd be interesting to see who the man was behind the man, the man behind the man. <laughs> if he's the man, who's who's the woman? Is there oh, a soft I don't know. The, 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 what's that? There's a Michael Jackson song about something like that, the man in the mirror or, yeah, I'm sure yeah, maybe. He's yeah. also the man in the mirror for sure. Yeah, there you go. Shout-out to Chalk Mundane. We've got a few shout-outs tonight. Um Mate, bet of the week. We like to have a small wager each week just for a bit of fun, but we always bet responsibly, except for me on Saturday at the Golden Slipper. <laughs> um, what do we got this week, mate? I missed my multi-buy at one leg last week, so Ooh. I figure I'll just have another crack, but I'll just make it three legs this week. So uh, Geelong into Collingwood into West Coast to win by 1 to 39. We'll give you mm-hmm. bucks. Six bucks. Yeah, I like it. Well, I'm going to add my price into mine now, which is $6 as well. It's the exact same. 
And mine is the Broncos to win 1-12 to in the Battle of Brisbane and Reese Walsh to score. And he has been on fire. He scored four tries in the last two games. And he basically just keeps getting the ball out on that left-hand side and just burning the back row with blistering speed. So, uh, yeah, look out for that one. And, and Reese Walsh, the young oh, – I think he's only 19 years old. He's just phenomenal. So, I think that's that's mine for this week. And hopefully we can jag one between us, something. We've got to give the listeners nice. some sort of value. Not much left in the account, especially after uh, today's uh, Pixie Watch. Uh, a little update yes. on gear pressure. Um, a horse I have a very small interest in with a bunch of mates just for a bit of fun. Um, so peer pressure ran today. Um, second hit out uh, down at Ramwick. Unfortunately, missed the jump from Barry One. Was in a good spot to potentially capitalise mm. on that. Uh, and then just could not get a run um, getting boxed in. So finishing a disappointing fifth. Um, yep. But it's a bit hard to really tell just her potential, I guess, considering that start and the positioning. So she might a little bit need a bit more distance maybe to open up and get some space. Yep. Um, Going to wait to hear back from the, the trainer, Chris Lees, to see where to from here as far as what race to nominate for next, what kind of distance. But, uh, yeah, look, unfortunately, with a fifth place there and the Percy Sykes sneaking up, there's just no chance of um, really getting the winnings required to uh, be eligible. So, Mm-hmm. Look, that's okay. Slightly different path. The, the jockey wasn't – well, the jockey was disappointed but not disheartened uh, because it's a bit hard to tell. So, um, yeah, we'll see how she pulls up, um, as we always do from from a race, and see how well she trains and fingers crossed. But, uh, yeah, look, I mean, I, I was disappointed, but she she uh, she wasn't embarrassed by any means, just had a bit no. of a start. Yeah, I watched the race as well, and I just thought – I thought she was in a decent spot uh, come the home bend and – Tried to extend a little bit, but compared to the other race I watched and the trials, looked like it was maybe a little bit flat um, and, and just didn't sort of get through the line as well as I guess you guys would have liked. But, it, um, yeah, she certainly was in the position and, and for a race where you guys wouldn't have been all that happy, I'm sure that there's plenty of upside there, like you're saying, I, I, I think. so. And it was a very strong field too, so a lot of horses mm. that, either didn't quite qualify or decide to hold back from the slipper yep. ran in this race for, for two-year-olds. So all of a sudden we had a very strong field. But mm. as one of the boys said, you've, you've still got to beat the strong field. You can't you can't avoid them. So um, anyway, good test onwards and upwards from here. That's it. Absolutely, mate. So uh, I think that's it, mate. Yeah. Yeah, that's probably it, mate. Um, that's, that's probably about, about enough chatting from us. Um, enjoy the week ahead, everybody. And thanks again for listening in. Absolutely, guys. Remember to follow us on our socials, Twitter, Facebook, and you can find us streaming on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and any other streaming platforms you use. And, yeah, thanks, mate. No worries. And uh, wherever you are this weekend, enjoy your beers in the sheds.